Hey, this is Adam Green, creator of the Hatchet franchise and the TV show Holliston, and you are listening to Nightmare Junkhead. Weaving in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, coming to you live from the Halloween Palooza Film Festival here in Ottumwa, Iowa. Halloween Palooza, how are you Midwest maniacs doing today? Nice, and nice. Indeed, the energy is there. Well, gang, my name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we are out of the cozy confines of our normal Kansas City basement and here in the wilds of Iowa, and I cannot be more excited Iowa, we are in you. So, yes. Already the questionable content (laughs) begins. Thanks, genius. (laughs) Staying on brand, man. Staying on brand. So, really quickly here, by a uh, round of applause or a show of hands, who is familiar with our little rinky-dinky podcast? That is significantly more people than I expected. I was expecting like chirp, chirp, the chirp, tumbleweeds chirp, blowing chirp, across. Right? It's and it's a dangerous thing because I think all of our fabled dozens are here. <laughs> the so dirty thank dozen, you all. Yeah. So again, for those of you that aren't familiar with us, we are a weekly and that is W E E K L Y horror podcast out of the Kansas City area. Yeah, thank you, my homonym uh, fans back there. (laughs) Uh, But no, we have a chance here. Again, as we said, we normally don't do a live event. This is kind of unusual for us Mm -hmm. to actually be out and about in the wild. Like being seen. It's like if you ever see us in public, it's almost more like those Bigfoot tapes where just like, just walking on the side. Did we both strike the pose without even? I think so. That is appropriate. So what we're going to do here today, rather than have just a couple of jerks get up in front of you and talk for an hour, we wanted to make sure to get you all involved. Um, And what we're going to do here, this is the second time we are conducting the game of games, Nightmare Junk at the Home Game. This is round two. So the first round we did at Panic Film Festival down in the Kansas City, which if you ever want to take a road trip to see some shit, see some cool shit, definitely check it out. Um, But we were like, hey, Let's go take a road trip and do round two. And we were so excited to get the invite from Attack of the Killer podcast. So thank you. And so, let me yes. th- thank you, everyone, from Halloween Palooza, Prescribed Film. Thank you for this opportunity. It is much appreciated for our chance to, uh, I dare say, you know, convert some of these people out here. And hopefully we'll do okay so you guys invite us back. But, like, you know, they fill out the comment cards like, those Nightmare Junket guys are awful shit. So. <laughs> so we have six categories to test your horror metal. Six categories of which we're going to go into music. We're going to go into lines, movies in general, things ideally to engage you as horror fans. And let me say this. For some of you, these questions may be super easy. For some of you... It's going to be very hard. Basically, like Hellraiser, angels to some, demons Demons to to others. others. So So our first category that we're going to do. Now, notice also, those of you that are working in teams, you have like a plethora of stuff to utilize. The first thing we're going to do is you're going to be filling out a form. It is the one that is called Explain a Plot Badly. should be the first thing on on your there. Now, you've got, what we're going to do here is we've got five movies. In fact, we're going to get, I should say... Well, let's preface it. This is the 70s edition yeah. of Explain the Plot Badly. Break out your lava lamp. Get ready to rake up some you know, shag carpet because we are going straight to the 70s. So all five films that we're going to talk about come from the 1970s. And I'll be honest, how many of you have ever tried to explain a horror movie, especially to people that we would dare say normies? There we go. It's hard to do, isn't it? Like You're like, yeah, so then there's this guy and he goes around and kills people and then all of a sudden, like, which movie is that? I don't know. It was great. So, yeah. no. It's so what we're going to do here is we're going to kind of explain some horror plots horrifically to you, and your job is to identify which movie this is coming from. So you are simply going to write it down. You're going to then hand it in afterwards. Mm-hmm. So Now remember, the key 70s edition. So you're like, that sounds like a movie from the 80s. It ain't. So, yeah, it's 70s edition. All so right. are we ready to go? You guys ready? Ready for round one? All right. So our first one we're going to do here, so again, for explain a plot badly. Dance school can be hell when you don't know all the local customs and one of the house mothers is out to get you. Witch. Dance school can be hell when you don't know all the local customs and one of the house mothers is out to get you. Witch. 
Question one on explain a plot badly. And I will say this, if we want... No, we're not going to give any hints yet, are no, we? No, no, okay, no hints. Okay. If you need any repeats, wait till we're done, and there then we'll go. give you repeats, okay? So question number two. Question number two. <clears throat> a middle-aged ice cream man fights malicious little people while a kid plays a good game with an old man and his balls. Explain that plot badly. A middle-aged ice cream man fights malicious little people while a kid plays a good game with an old man and his balls. I think you're going to have to do number three there. Well, actually, you know what? You're taking the next two here, genius. Okay. So question number three of explain a plot badly. And let's, you know what? I think everyone, well, we've got. How are you, how are you, how are you girls okay? Are you girls okay with cussing? I'm not even talking, I'm talking about the, my man behind him. He's cool? Okay. Okay. He, I, we got, the, I got the green light, dude. I got the green light. Here it goes. Oh, you don't know what... You've seriously entered, like, opened the lament configuration here, I'm telling you. That'll work. That'll work. So, genius, question three of Explain a Plot Badly. Man, fuck this movie. We are not stopping there with all the creepy-ass mannequins and those weird fucking faces that they have. We are not stopping at that place. Fuck that mannequin shit. And I, you know what? For the cheap seats, we will not be repeating that one, I think, however. Let's try. Let me see if I can clean it up. If that movie, we are not stopping at that bullshit, like, mannequin place with all the masks and the creepiness. I am not stopping there. If that. So that was question three. Now, question number four. This one also is very genius. Okay, question number four. Ready? He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He watches you when you're on the quad or walking by the lake. You better not shout. You better not cry. If you pick up the phone, you're gonna die. <laughs> Shall I do it again? Here we go. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He watches you when you're on the quad or walking by the lake. You better not shout. You better not cry. If you pick up the phone, you're gonna die. <laughs> I just After the show, come let me know. I'll make it your ringtone. It'll be our holiday season greeting. It'll be fantastic. Like when you care enough to send the very worst. <laughs> so our last question in Explain a pot bat, Plot Badly 70s edition. Crazy Canucks get freaky deaky with pervy parasites in an apartment pool in this cautionary Cronenberg classic. As if you couldn't tell, we love alliteration on we the podcast. We love alliteration. Even loving alliteration is kind of alliteration in itself. <laughs> Crazy Canucks get freaky deaky with pervy parasites in an apartment pool in this cautionary Cronenberg classic. Now, do we need any repeats on that? Any repeats on that first round? Any repeats? Going once. Going twice. Going twice. All right, turn them right. in. So we're going to have the one and only Mount Baldy out there to help us pick up your explain a plot badly here. And that is going to take us to our next category. Now, if you listen to the podcast, you know we love us some character actors. And by character actors, we're talking about the people, you know their faces. They've been in everything that you love, but then you sometimes you just don't know their names. Those are the people that we love here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So much so that our next category is devoted specically to... Oh, in fact, I should say, before we do that, let's give the answers Yeah, let's to, give the answers to the, to the trivia. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself yeah, here. Yeah, you are. I was like, okay, well, we'll do it at the end, but all right, that works. Okay. okay. Dance school can be hell when you don't know all the local customs and one of the house mothers is out to get you. Which... This one, of course, is actually being remade here soon. And seeing tonight, Suspiria, playing at six, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I love it. Some of you, you had those looks like, what? Some of you are like, come on, man, don't challenge me. But I would like to say, this particular shot behind us, when you see this movie, I don't know how many of you have ever seen the movie Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> but I cannot think that like the Alpha Betas kicked all the, the dancers out of their 
dorms and they're unfortunately stuck in the gym. And then, and then the dance that they're doing too is like sex girl. Like, are you ready for the sex girl? They're having to do like, say I gotta be me. And then they're dancing around. <laughs> if only in a perfect world. So that was the answer for the first one. Now our second. Second, a middle-aged ice cream man fights malicious little people while a kid plays a good game with an old man and his balls. That If, if you don't know the answer to that one, you're, you're already, already dead. dead. Phantasm. Ah, see, ah. That's now, and, if we're, and if we're getting any of those looks, that means you need to go check it out, mm -hmm. even if it is from the 70s. Okay. Uh, number three, fuck this movie, and we are not stopping at that crazy-ass place with all those ugly-ass mannequins and that creepy dude with the mannequin face mask. Fuck that. The one and only tourist trap. Which, if you ah yes, okay, so <laughs> exactly that's P, uh, my apologies if this brings out anyone's if, PTSD. If you've never seen this movie and you really want to give yourself a case of the heebie-jeebies, watch that movie because that is disturbingly scary. Now our next one, which definitely goes with a holiday theme. Oh snap! <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. You guys already know the rest, so of course it's Black Christmas, which. If you didn't know, directed by Bob Clark, Bob Clark also probably directed one of your all-time favorites Christmas classics. He's also responsible for Christmas Story. Yep. So on top of one of the all-time great horror Christmas classics. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> so. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> and then our last one here. Crazy Canucks get freaky deaky with pervy parasites in an apartment pool in this cautionary Cronenberg classic, and that is shivers now <laughs> so some of you are probably wondering for those of the audience who are listening at home the answer we have like pictures ago the answers now this one is the pool scene from rocky horror now there's two reasons for that one rocky horror is being shown in halloween palooza and we want to make 10 sure o'clock tonight yep and two if you've ever seen shivers okay i got this theory about shivers so who's seen the movie shivers before the cronenberg shivers movie? okay i'm about to spoil the shit out of it so basically Basically, in the movie, these parasites come in, and they're like perv parasites, because once they get in you, they just make you want to like get really freaky-deaky with everything and anything, right? So at the end of the movie, the main guy has a choice to make. Either he's going to die at the hands of these two beautiful like nymphettes in a pool, like, come play with us forever, right? Or option B is he goes outside with this... like angry mob of people who want to like diddle him to death and they're like and it's like the cast of like real sex because they're like all old and like hey yeah, right and so like he has a choice and he chooses he chooses like the death by like massive diddling and i'm like that is totally the wrong thing to do i would totally jump in the pool and be like don't dream it be you know that's the way i want to go and so it's like a running joke on the show yes so that's why when we did shivers it has to be like the don't dream it right four so yeah so yeah. <laughs> and that will transition nice to our next category here, which you will be turning in. It is, again, we were talking about our love of character actors. This one, however, this particular character is one that we talk about all the time on the podcast. So much so that even though he has passed away, he still stays on forever in our hearts. We are talking about one, George Buckflower. George now, Buckflower has to be, George Buckflowers is the most magical professional hobo that there has ever been if ever there's a horror movie and they need like a hobo or a drunk or like something like that any kind of ne'er-do-well yeah. let me just say this if you've seen the movie back to the future you have seen buck flower because he plays the famed hobo that he actually says that when he gets back to the to the 1885 he's like oh george you're here that's george buck flower now he also has a very distinct delivery. He talks a little bit like this. And I love Buck Flowers because he's like that extra spice. He's like a Scooby-Doo villain. Whenever you see him in a movie, you're like, <gasps> Buck Flowers! And so, like, it's awesome. So this whole, I hope you guys are familiar with the filmography of Buck Flowers because this explained the plot badly is all from Buck Flowers' point of view. And the category is What the Buck. So Genius is going to be giving you a plot description of a Buck Flower movie as the only the way Buck Flower could. So, are you ready there, Buck? Uh, let's do this shit. All right, here we go. Number one. In front of the CVS is where my usual spot for hoboing is, and until that canker sore of a manager shoos me away. Well, this one night he got his when this big ugly fella looked like a burn-ass hot dog gave me a wish. 
Me and my big mouth. What the buck? What the buck? One more time. <laughs> One more time, non-buck. Okay. In front of a CVS is my usual spot for hoboing until that canker server manager shoes me away. Well, this one night he got his when this big ugly fellow looked like a burnt hot dog gave me a wish. Me and my big mouth. So that is question one on what the buck. Keyword in there. There is a keyword that gives oh, you a... Every single question's got mad context clues in this. So mad context clues. So question number two there, buck. Question number two. So I'm doing my janitor rounds at the school, cleaning up the shit from these goddamn albino kids. Next thing I know, I'm jumping off the damn roof with a rake in my hand like I'm the goddamn Wicked Witch of the West. Little cocksuckers. What the buck? One more time, normal version. No way, I'm going in for You're a penny, in buck? for a buck. <laughs> Get it? Ha! Okay, so... <laughs> So I'm doing my janitorial rounds at this school, cleaning up the shit of these little goddamn albino kids. Next thing I know, I'm jumping off the damn roof with my rake like I'm the goddamn Wicked Witch of the West. Little cocksuckers. What the buck? So question number three for what the buck. Question three. So these suits offer me a bunch of money. I didn't know they were aliens, and I frankly couldn't give two shits. Then I, who I thought were my buddies back from a hobo camp day, shot me right as I was just showing them the good alien stuff. Damn peckerwoods. And I thought they were down with the program. What the buck? One more time. So these suits offered me a bunch of money. I didn't know they were aliens, and frankly, I couldn't give two shits. Then who I thought were my buddies from the hobo camp day shot me. Rise that I was showing them the good alien tech. Little Packerwoods. And I thought they were down with the program. What the buck indeed. So number four there, buck. For okay. what the buck. How you doing there, uh, voice? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> number four. I had a decent job at a bowling alley until they let that goddamn imp out of one of them trophies. And I had him locked up tighter than a nun's undies. What the buck? <laughs> one more time, buck, for the cheap seats. I had a decent job at a bowling alley until they let that damn imp out of the, one of them bowling trophies. And I had that little sucker locked up tighter than a nun's undies. What the buck indeed. And final question of what the buck. Okay, so let me, let, me, let me preface this final question. This final question <clears throat> is an actual quote from the movie that I'm, that it's the question of. So it's an actual quote, so don't be like, ah, da, 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 yelling at me. This is yelling at Buck Flowers, and he's already dead, so he don't give two shits. So here we go. <clears throat> I love working as a cook at this camp for college cheerleaders. I tell you what, though, some of them girls are making pee pee harder than a 10 pound bag of nickel jawbreakers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's good to know that's appreciated somewhere. Right? Something, I don't feel that terrible now that I got at least one laugh. You know? <laughs> They're going to put me on a list. I'm no longer allowed in Iowa. And I'm like, it's not me, it's Buck Flowers. All right, let's try this again. I love working as a cook at this camp for college cheerleaders. Tell you what, though, some of them girls make your pee pee harder than a 10 pound bag of nickel jawbreakers, if you know what I mean. That was the last question for What the Buck. Now, do you need any repeats? Because I don't think you can do it in the Buck Flower voice again. But, grab your repeats. I think we're good. Mount Baldy, get ready to hand those in, gang. And when we make sure we have all. Round it up here. Excellent. Let's go ahead and give those answers there, genius. Number so, one, in front of the CVS for usual spot for hobo, and that, of course, is... The one and only Wishmaster. Wishmaster. Yes. That movie is messed up. All right. I'm doing my janitor jobs for these little albino shits. That is, of course, Village of the Damned. John Carpenter classic. Okay. So these suits offered me a bunch of money. I didn't know they were aliens and frankly couldn't give two shits. Obey. That um, is They Live. Another JC classic. We're just noticing a trend here. Right. I had a decent job at a bowling alley until they let that damn imp out. That is. This one's a deep cut. Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolarama. Spelling counts on that one, kids. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because if you put Bolarama, that doesn't count. <laughs> 
And the last one. Uh, the jawbreakers and the nickel bag of 10 pound peepees, that's gonna be cheerleader camp. Which is probably as good as it sounds, and it is. Yeah. It's not the greatest, yeah. but it's a lot you of fun. You know what you're getting with a movie called Cheerleader Camp. It's like, I wonder if this is one of those like dramatic period pieces. Jane, it's Jane Austen's Cheerleader Camp. And burr, it's cold in here. There must be some Toros in the atmosphere. All right, now our next category here, and let's face it, as horror fans, it's pretty easy for us to annoy people when we're watching movies, especially the ones we've seen so many times. Because we know every single line like nobody's business. So this next category, break out your dingers, your buzzers, <coughs> because we're going to be playing a category called What's My Line? Now, here's the thing. Yeah. We are going to be very tough with this. <laughs> now, if you buzz in before we say What's My Line, you will be disqualified, okay? So you have to wait till we say What's my line? And also, be listening for what we want from there because there's a lot of different things of what we're asking for. So, and what we're going to do here is we're going to show you some clips from some of our all-time favorite horror movies. And again, we're going to ask you, what's my line? But if you pre-ding before we say what's my line, you don't get to answer. You're out. Or if you don't give us everything we ask or how we ask it, you're out. All right? So be very careful for, and listen to what... Listen to what we have to say. So our first clip from What's My Line. Everyone got your buzzers ready? All right. Wait, wait, before we do, oh. test them out. Everybody give them a quick test. Oh, good. Okay, so I'll tell you what. The, raise them up proud because Bing this is going to be up. tough. Okay. There we go. Yeah, we'll get uh, Mount Baldy will actually be one of our right, he's, he's the there. Rush, he's the Russian judge. He's the fucking East German judge. Nine! <laughs> So our first clip from What's My Line, again, wait for us to say it, but hopefully this will give you an idea. Let's see what we got. What's my line? There in the front. Do you read Sutter Kane? That is yes. correct. Yes. Point, point, point. Let's see. Can you count point for uh, Team Erica? What team is that? What's on your... Uh, team Cotton. Team one, there we go. Team one, there we and go. And I would like to say, even though we are a podcast, we like to promote literacy. So whether you are reading Sutter Kane, whether you are reading Stephen King, it does not matter. One way or the other, it's all good. Eat, pray, love's pretty scary. <laughs> so our next clip for What's My Line, we're going to get very specific here. This is one of those, we want the whole thing. We want it all. And I will even say this, bonus points if you can get a little bit of a non-verbal body, body language on this particular clip. And it's going to hit you fast. But let's see if you're ready for this next one on What's My Line. What's my line? Ooh, I think we may have What's stumped someone. What's my line? What's my line up front? <laughs> we got a welcome to Fright Night, We're guys and gals. We, that's half right. We need the whole thing. Oh, snap. I don't think anyone's going to get might, it. I that's think okay. No one's going to get the point for this one. What is it? See, oh, hey, shit, god damn it. We are evil slave drivers here on Nightmare Junkhead. You gotta give us all. And like I said, if any of you had folded your arms, it's like a mic drop for a vampire. It's quite good. Yep. So our next line on What's My Line, get your dingers ready. It's a good one. What's my line? Up front again. Yep. That is correct. Let's hear it. 
That is correct. Team number one, a little creep show action indeed. And I will say this. John Hamm could be the le next Leslie Nielsen of he, our generation. Totally could be the next Leslie Nielsen because he's handsome and he's funny and he can play like serious. Dude, if they ever make like a Frank Drebin police squad, they need to have like John Hamm. We just got to see if he can hold his breath <laughs> for a, for a long, long time. time. It could, he could have like the little thing on one of those little birds. The bird scooters. So hopefully, as you can see, you're getting an idea of what we're doing here with What's My Line. And we've got just, you know, the queen bee up here taking care of everything. So hopefully, these next few will make a little bit more sense. But as we go along, the lines do get a little bit harder, a little bit more esoteric. So the next clip for What's My Line. Now, and we want an attempt at an accent. If you're saying the line, you have to attempt an accent. What's my line? Up front. Yes! That is correct. And also now, if you don't know what that one's from, because you're like, whoa, an ass-kicking priest? I need that in my life. That movie only gets more insane from there, so... I will say this. If you've ever seen The Lord of the Rings, this is the zombie movie from one Peter Jackson, the man that, like, has got multiple DVDs in your house. This is the one that's not, and it should be. Trust me on this one. And also... Meet the Feebles. Oh, no, <laughs> if you don't want to go into puppet area on that one. So, <laughs> next clip... For what's my line? I will say this before we ask. This one goes out to our very special friend. And we didn't even say the language yet. But this one goes out to Nancy Kai's gang. What's her line? Yeah. Oh, what are we? What What does the German judge say? He, all we right, will, uh, okay, we'll allow okay. it. We'll allow it. Give him a point. However, he had the he had three of the four words out in there correctly. So. What we were officially looking for, but because we love everyone here, and he's got a pinhead shirt on. And my favorite Michael Myers moment when he slams on the brakes. <laughs> for those of you who may not heard that, he just said, the worst part is I just had her sign a poster and she put that quote on there for me. So that's awesome. Actually, that is perfect and lovely. You better get your money back. Shit. No. <laughs> like, uh, but that I'm one sorry. definitely wanted to make sure to go out to Halloween alumni Nancy Kai. If you have not had a chance, go and say hello, get something autographed. She's a wonderful, wonderful, awesome person and a horror icon. And speaking of horror icons, here comes our next clip for What's My Line. Oh, we got a pre-dinger. What's, What's my line? line? Oh, hell dang. Jesus. Let's see if that is correct. Jesus. <laughs> it's the laugh. That was correct, even though she pre-dinged. Another one, Hellraiser, which is a family-friendly classic. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> So, speaking of family-friendly, our next clip from What's My Line? Let's see if you know it. What's my, What's my line? line? Over on the right. Shall we give it? There's the word. We're looking. What's, it? What's the name he's asking? Ow. 
had to pause just so you could see, uh, you know. Crispin Glover get it? Yeah, fuck Willard. <laughs> but you know what? We'll give that one to you. So congratulations. It's better when he's uh, hanging around. It's better, yeah. Uh, well, can't oh, wait. Oh, Bonus no. points if you can do the dance. Can you do the Crispin Glover dance? <laughs> yes. That was pretty good. I'm that impressed. was pretty good. All right, we've got a couple more here on What's My Line, so our next clip as we go along. I'm going to say this. You need to give me also not only the line, but there's a little something extra on this one as well. We need a little something extra. The emotion. <laughs> What's my... Oh, we got two premature dings. Let's see. Well, let's see if we can wait. What's my line? Over on the left. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she got the whole thing down and everything. Thank you. That was correct. We are the weirdos. Yes. yes. That was rad. And they're on the board. <laughs> Circle gets the bloody square, I believe. All right, so Shadow Stevens for the block. Oh, that was good. So we've got a couple more here on What's My Line. Next clip as we go along. Ooh. What's my line? Up front. That is correct. Now that's another one. If you have not seen the movie Near Dark. You need to see Near Dark. Stop what you're doing because we will ruin the image and the style that vampires are used to with that particular movie. They look funny, but you other making money, G. So we'll hope you're ready for me. (laughs) All right. Now, again. Last clip here for What's My Line. Prepare yourselves. This is a good one. We want the action. What's my line? (laughs) Give it a little more passion. Stand up. Stand up. And as we go into the nostrils of Donald Sutherland, you are correct. What team? Three. Excellent. Team three. That was good. So That was really good. <laughs> spoilers, obviously. Now, our last clip here for What's My Line. Prepare yourselves. Get the dingers ready. No premature dinging. What's his line? On the right. Man, I'm glad you were not on set improvising because that would have put him to shame. No, I yelled at him six times. <laughs> not. You've got the gist, but not quite the line. Anyone else know this one? Anybody take a stab? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, here's the line. And let me just say this. Oh, God, it's glorious. Get your ass away. Wait. I don't know if you can see it, but that is about the only time Loomis smiles in the entirety of the Halloween franchise. I giggled six times! And only to really mess with kids. So that was What's My Line. Thank you for playing along with that. Now, our next category here. Let's see. We're going to go along with... Okay, now this time, actually, we're going to break out your boards. So break out the boards and your marker. And one of the things, let me ask you this. We here on the podcast, we never really get a chance to put a lot of love on the Universal Monsters. Because let's face it, if it wasn't for the Universal Monsters, we probably wouldn't have all the good stuff we have today. So we wanted to make sure to pay homage to the Universal Monsters by focusing on films that they themselves have bits and pieces of Universal Monsters in. So our next topic is across 
the Universal Monsters. This is another explain the plot badly one. So we're going to explain another plot badly, and you're going to have to choose. But remember, each of these movies have something to do with the Universal Monsters. Dracula, Frankenstein. Even the mummy? Even the mummy. Are so. sure to end up in someone's tummy. So we're going to then give you a little bit of... No, that's from uh, 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 Spider Baby. Sorry, that was not me. So what you're going to do is, again, we're going to give you a description of an across-the-universal monster kind of movie. You're going to write it on your board, and you're going to set it up like, you know, uh, say-anything style, if you will, so we can all see it. And we're going to give you a few seconds on this one. We're not looking for what Universal Monster it's talking about. The we're movie. looking for the movie that it's kind of like playing on. So. All right, so you ready to do this? And spelling does not count. We're okay on this one. Just as long as we get the gist. Indeed, the gist. All right, so question number one for Across the Universal Monsters. The not Goonies take on the not Universal Monsters in this 1986 cult classic. The not Goonies take on the not Universal Monsters in this point, 1986 point, cult classic. Point. Point, one point, three point. Two points. Counting down in yeah, five. They got points. Four, three, two, one. My group on the left, anything? You got an answer? Anything? Wait, wait. wait. Any answer? No. <laughs> no. Wait, what, what? That's okay. now, that is not correct, however. That's a good guess. The answer is... The one and only Monster Squad, which, again, if you haven't seen, and, again, these aren't... The Universal Monsters, according to one Fred Decker. <laughs> so we do not have Dracula, the Wolfman, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, or the Mummy, or Frankenstein's Monster. We got Dr. Alucard and Wolfman Nards. <laughs> so question number two and across the Universal Monsters. Question number two. Oh, yeah, they can probably. Yeah. Shakespearean actor sinks his teeth into this urban take on Dracula. Blah, sucker. Shakespearean actor sinks his teeth in this urban take on Dracula. Blah, sucker. Point. Nope, incorrect, incorrect. Shakespearean actor. Correct. Correct. Not correct, Not correct. but I like where you were going with the Shakespearean troupe there. Last one, last one. I think that was everyone. I think that was everyone. Oh, this is a uh, William Marshall is so good in this. What? Blackula. So freaking good. So freaking good. All right. Now, question number three. Erase the dry erase boards. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this girl will have you in stitches before you can say super crack. Want a date? This girl will have you in stitches before you can say super crack. Want a date? Boom. Correct. One. Team one, correct. What do we got? We got, oh, we got some people that looking good on that one. No. Think of Frankenstein. Thinking about Super wanting crack. a date. Super crack. That's wet. Now we're just giving the plot. Now you're just giving yeah. them the answer, dude. Now you're just like. We've got five, four, four three, two, one. one. Wait. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, Wait. What you got? Hold it up. Hold it up in two, hold it up in one, hold it up in zero, forever hold your peace. Uh, too late. All right, we got one point. Well, well hold on, hold on. Let him, let him. There, there all it right, is. All right, all we right. were looking for the one and only Frank, Frank Hannon-Lauder's Frankenhooker. If you've never seen Frankenhooker, it is hilarious. And also probably the easiest gateway into Frank Hannon-Lauder's films. It's which the is, cleanest Hannon-Lauder movie there is. So. Which is ironic given the film is called Frankenhooker. Okay, ready? Here we yep. go. <clears throat> you like fish sticks? Sally Hawkins does, especially the Black Lagoon kind. You like fish sticks? Sally Hawkins does, especially the Black Lagoon kind. <laughs> either <laughs> that either is way too clever or way too mundane. Boom, we got points. We got points in the lap Team over there. They're like, ah, I know what you're talking about. Team no. two, that is correct. Any other guesses? Five. Sally, you like fish sticks? Sally Hawkins does, especially the Black Lagoon kind. I think they got it. I think they're getting it. She's like, she's, she's writing down. Writing, are you writing down anything? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So what was the answer of that one, Genius? Shape of Water. I told you. You like fish sticks? <laughs> Sally Hawkins does. When in doubt, write out on yep. the board. On the board. 
All right, next. No, it's funny because you hear the people now getting the jug. They're like, oh, fish sticks. Oh. It's not a South Park routine here. All right, now our next one, question number five on Across the Universal Monsters. Becoming a woman, becoming a woman can be a hairy situation, especially when your body goes through changes every 28 days. Good thing Canada has universal health care. Becoming a woman can be a hairy situation, especially when your body goes through changes every 28 days. Good no thing cheating. Canada has universal health care. Put down anything. No, In incorrect. Good, good guess. Good guess. Think Canada. Think cookies. Think werewolves. Think five. I think the cookie would give four, three, two. two. I see him scribbling. Yes, I think that's what. I, I think so. Yeah, that's the okay. You have anything? Anything written down? Any guesses at all? All right. So this is another one. It's a exploitation flick. Highly recommended. Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. If you have not seen Ginger Snaps, check that movie out. It's super dope. We're going to have to keep we're gonna Okay. Go fast. Next one. Now you see him. Now you don't. He'd rather you would. It's bacon. <laughs> now you see him. Now you don't. He'd rather you would. That is correct. Team it's three. It's bacon. Yep, Team yep. one, that is correct. Thoughts on the left? And on going the right. in we five. We got some more people scribbling. Going in four. That is correct, yep. team two. Going in three. Going in two. Okay, we were talking about the one and only Hollow Man. And you know what? Kevin Bacon loves to show his dick, which makes it weird the fact that he's like the invisible man because Kevin Bacon's all about like, check out my bacon. Well, I mean, you, in every movie since like 1995, he's got like a nudity clause in there or something. And ironically enough, when he's becoming invisible, you get like this really layered like transformation of you seeing his penis. It's weird. It's weird. It's like I'm surprised it wasn't an X-Men first class, you know? He's like, I'm Sebastian Saw from the Hellfire Club, you know? It's like... Get and freaky and deaky. All right, now our next one. This is a little bit more of a deeper cut here. <laughs> They're like, fuck. Being lucky in love is hard. It might be easier to piece together the perfect boyfriend. Being lucky in love is hard. It might be easier to piece together the perfect boyfriend. Team one is correct. Team over there is correct, too. Team three? Team mm -hmm. two is correct. Team three. Nope. Sorry. Team three. Team three. You're good. Five, four, three. April showers. Two, one. That is nope. not incorrect. Team two. Good guess. But April, April showers brings May, May flowers. flowers. Lucky McKee's May. A good one if you now check out a little take on the Frankenstein mythos. Next okay. one there, genius. Moving the action from the opera house to the discotheque can be a real killer. Your next song could be your swan song. Again, we're pulling from the universal monsters. Moving the action from the opera house to the disco can be a real killer. Your next song can be your swan song. Team one is correct. That one's a deep cut. That I is a deep cut. That's a deep cut. We wouldn't give you any beef if you were wrong. Going in five, four, three, two, one. If you haven't seen this one, go and stop what you're doing. Phantom of Paradise is one of the most underrated, wonderful movies ever. Brian, early Brian De Palma, just the whole, it's, the music is great. It's fantastic. I highly recommend Phantom of Paradise. All right. We've got two left here on Across the Universal Monsters. This one is very simple to the point. That's a wrap for Elvis. That's a rap for Elvis. I saw, okay, I saw a few people like, mm-hmm, that's either stupidly clever or just stupid, I understand. Yep. Team one correct. That's a rap for Elvis. Going in, that is correct, team two. In five, four, three, two, one. If you haven't seen this one, you're missing out as well. Talking about a good old Bubba Hotep there, man. <laughs> An aging Elvis going up against a decrepit mummy. You cannot go wrong. So the final one for Across the Universal Monsters, genius. Well, oh, that, that, what, that was the final one. No, it is not, my friend. Oh, okay. Finding a bride can be hard, especially when you're already dead inside. Good thing the love Dr. Herbert West is on the case. 
Uh, so, someone, give me a thing. Give me a thing. I got to scribble it. Finding a bride can be hard, especially when you're dead inside. Good thing the love Dr. Herbert West is on the case. That is correct, Team correct. One. Over on Team correct. Two, that is correct. We've got five, four. You, yeah, minus the last word and add something about Dr. Herbert West, and you got it. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Five, four, three, two, one. And this one goes out to the one and only Kathleen Kinmont here as a guest at Halloween Palooza. Bride, Bride of, of Reanimator. Now, okay, we are actually running really short on time. We're going to have to cut a few of these let's out. Go, let's go. We got this. No, no, we don't have the time for that. We don't. We've got to actually cut it up because we have, we're done in one minute. Wait, wait, we're done in one minute? Yeah, so we are going to do a little thing here. Now, we do another podcast called The Nerds of Nostalgia. So we do a live podcast at the, no, we are at 250. Oh. So what we're going to do here is we do this little thing called Nerd Knowledge. What we do is before every time we play a movie, we give you three trailers, basically, so I should back up here. We do a whole thing called Monday Mystery Movie Night where you show up to watch a movie and you don't know what it is. But what we do is for every, uh, every month of the movie, we show three trailers. And if you combine those trailers together, you get the movie that we're going to show. So it's like a little bit like nerd math, if you will. Um, what we're going to do here is we're going to show you a th uh, three trailers. You're going to break out your board. Based on those three trailers, you're going to write down the movie that you think we're talking about. No dinging necessary. <laughs> And we're going to then tally up your scores so we can give some prizes here at the end. So you guys ready to do a little flexing your nerd knowledge? Okay, let's get it started. So a Nightmare on Elm Street is trailer one. And you take Nightmare on Elm Street and add a dash of... Wait for it. So a nightmare on Elm Street. And specifically, Jason goes to hell. Specifically. And hopefully this last one will be the key to figure out what the nerd knowledge movie is. 
So you take Nightmare on Elm Street, add a dash of the final, uh, of Jason Goes to Hell, and a whole bunch of the horror show. What movie would you get? And we got a right answer right there already off the bat. Team One knows what we're talking about. No, but that's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. I can appreciate what, that one. What was it? Let me Freddy see. Freddy vs. Jason. I saw that one up there. I can see where I that would work. I can see where that would go. I, I like see. where your nerd knowledge is going. I think the youth of America were in good hands. Let's see. Any any other? We're nope. going to go in five, four, three, two, one. If you have never seen Shocker and don't mind mid-90s CGI, definitely check that movie out. It is well worth your time. So, number one, we do have, we're getting the red light, if you will, in the back, so we do have to wrap things up. But thank you, number one, for everyone coming out here. Now, that being Did you said, guys have fun? Did you guys have a good time? Awesome! Are we ready to announce the winners? All right. Now, I am not going to say the points here because we don't shame here on Nightmare Junk again. Everyone is a winner because everyone that participated is walking away with a prize. However... My folks in Team 1 have first opportunity to look into our prize bin and take something. Team 1 came in first place. Congratulations. Give it up for Team 1. Take whatever you want. Erica, you might have wares from there and there. Who knows? And coming in now, I will say this. It was very close between the second and third place. So second place is going to have a chance to go into the grab bag. That would be Team number 2. Team number 2. Come in, that was close. There was one point separating second and third place. So third place, who's going to have a chance to look in there after Erica, team two is done? Team number three, congratulations. And hey, and last but definitely not least, team you, number four. They were what? awesome. I got to give you, for, for like younger horror fans, they did the, they knew some of their shit. So You know what? Whitney Houston was right. I believe children are our future. That we're boy very can sing. That boy good. You must so again, be crazy. I do want to thank you all for coming out. Thank you, Halloween Palooza, for having us out here. So I guess as we wrap things up. Atoma, did you guys have a good time again? <laughs> so until the next time we see you, whether it is live or whether it is just through the podcast itself, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. Oh.